Welcome to Tramlines, a podcast from Agri. I'm your host, Tony Smith, putting your questions to the experts. Today, we're talking to Amy Watkins, Sustainability Manager for Agri, and Joe Farmer, who is Project Coordinator for the Green Tractor Recycling Scheme. So why is it important to recycle farm plastic waste? What is the aim of the new Green Tractor Scheme? How does it work? And does this initiative help not only the environment, but your farm business too? So Amy, if I can start with you, why do we need to think about recycling farm plastic? Well, I think recycling is an important point, not just at farming level, but also in people's lives day to day at home um, as part of business as well. And more and more people are starting to become aware of recycling and also do it in their day to day lives. Obviously, if we're where we have waste and it's almost impossible to avoid producing waste with what we do every day, um, this majority of this ends up in landfill. And this is, of course, cause, causing us issues with things like the cost of getting rid of waste to go to landfill, greenhouse gas emissions as well, um, and also energy usage to actually get rid and, and manage that landfill site. So more and more people are becoming aware of ways to recycle. Um, it's important to make sure that we're helping to reuse what we, we are wasting um, and reduce that environmental impact of our waste. And Joe, from your point of view, representing the Green Tractor Scheme, a very exciting new initiative, why should we think about recycling our farm plastic? You know, plastic, it gets a, quite a bad rep in the media. I mean, it is perceived you see those photos all the time of you know turtles with the ring around their neck or in their mouth however for me plastic is a brilliant product it's durable it's cheap and you know for it's great in farming I mean it does it does a perfect job but at the same time it needs to be dealt with at the end of its life correctly I mean you know polluting the farm contaminating the soil obviously burning it all these kind of things it's all detrimental to not just one's own farm but farming as a whole you know the whole community and so with that you need to find better end uses for the plastic and that's where recycling comes in I mean obviously reduction is the first part of that triangle of waste management but recycling where where it's needed is what is paramount really and so it means that that plastic that's being used by the farmer can then find another another life essentially and be reused in other things so you know, lots of different products get turned into things like silage wrap, for example. It can be turned back into refuse sacks and bin bags. And then, you know, as I was at a festival last weekend, I saw a lot of lot of bin bags around and that was silage wrap that made them. So it's brilliant, really. So tell us a little bit about the Green Tractor Scheme. You know, when, when was it launched and, and what are its key aims? So it was launched in 2020. Um, so it seems a bit of a time ago because I of that covid in between but it was launched then um actually the businesses have all pretty much existed since 2004 really um this is when eu legislation came in telling um farmers that they could no longer burn or bury their plastic and so obviously more commercially minded individuals and entrepreneurial saw a gap and started these recycling businesses this obviously had a positive trajectory and more material was ended up being recycled but as the RAP report that came on behalf of DEFRA came out last a uh, few weeks ago, actually, um, showed that only 20 to 30 percent of material that's placed on market is ended up being recycled. So rather than obviously they are competitive businesses, but they thought, OK, there's 70, 80 percent of material out there. 
instead of competing against you, well, why don't we work together? We're all, they're all farmers as well. And from an almost altruistic point of view, let's increase that rate of recycling. So they got together to work together to increase that rate and get more farmers recycling. And then part of what we're doing is working with businesses like Agri and other and Yara and other agricultural businesses, working with them to try and encourage their farmers and their customers, their suppliers and their customers to do the right thing and recycle. Very interesting. And Joe, I read on your website that the, the aim of the Green Tractor Scheme is to provide UK agriculture with the ability to recycle all farm plastics by 2030. How, how achievable is that? So I think we're we're realists. I think you know that's seven years away. I think you know I don't don't think we'll get to a hundred percent. I think it's a bit like the target with all the all cars being electric, uh, as all having electric cars by twenty thirty. I think you know these are great ideas, and it's where we want to work towards. And good shouldn't be the opposite of perfect, but we need to try and get to that. I think it's about focusing on plastics for very easy to get sorted right away so say with like agri and origin and yara they put fertilizer bags on the market uh, these are very readily recycled um, we work with fps flexibles who manufacture all the bags pretty much nearly all the bags that are for the uk comp- uk fertilizer companies and they've opened two or three recycling sites for the bags and so as collectors and working with Agri and them, we are acting as a facilitator where the bags can be collected by us from farmers and then go to FPS where they can be recycled and turned back into something and to make new bags. And so it's things like that. You've then got other things like silage wrap and net wrap and more difficult things where they can be recycled, but the commercial element makes it harder for us to reach a total of 100% target. You know, there's lots of things at play here. It's not as simple as get right. The farmer needs to recycle it. It's, you know, commercial demands like the pellet produced from silage wrap. It only, we said it makes bin bags and damp proof membranes, but damp proof membranes, there's no demand for it now because the construction industry is, you know, fallen by the wayside with the uh, cost of living crisis. And this has a knock on effect. So there's lots of different things at play. And Amy, you know, thinking about what we're trying to achieve here, do you think we can achieve zero waste to landfill? Well, that's certainly one of our targets, Tony, and we should all be working towards that to some extent. Um, no matter what industry you are in, you should be trying to reduce how much you are sending to landfill and increasing how much you're recycling. Um, like Joe's already described, some things are more feasible than others, and you do have barriers along that journey as well. From our perspective, we've joined this scheme for many reasons that Joe's already described. That ambition of reaching 100% recycled plastic on farm by 2030 is, is fitting really nicely with what we're trying to achieve with zero waste to landfill. Um, but we're also doing a lot as a business as well. So Agri, all the waste, all, all the products that we put onto farm that we have a direct influence on, for example, our seed. Um, we're trying to make all of the packaging for that 100% recyclable um, and containing at least a minimum of 30% recycled material. So seed bags being a really good example there, um, the seed bags that we now put onto farms since probably 18 months ago or so now, all of those seed bags are 100% recyclable. So that should make it easier for that recycling pro- process to occur. So us doing our own strategy is important, but of course, making that seed bag recyclable 
it can then end up on farm and what actually happens to it is kind of out of our control to some extent that's up to what the farmer does with their waste but we want to take more control of that by helping farmers understand the routes to recycling by joining the likes of the green tractor scheme and also trying to financially support them and and give them more knowledge on how to reach those those expertise in the business as well. And in recent podcasts, Amy, we've talked about Agri's Green Horizons initiative and also about understanding the farm's carbon footprint and how we can reduce that. How does this fit in to that overall strategy? Well, as mentioned earlier, if you are sending waste to landfill, that's obviously going to be naturally emitting greenhouse gas emissions as well, whether that be in the form of probably methane, um, but also carbon dioxide, nitrous oxide, depending on the processes and what you've put into that landfill. So that will naturally be emitting as opposed to if you're recycling that. Um, This is also part of our something that we term scope three emissions, which is essentially things that agri as a business doesn't have direct influence on, but where our products end up. So as using as an example, the products that we buy from manufacturers, our chem manufacturers, how they produce that product, we don't have control of, but that sits on our emission spreadsheet. And similarly to what we put onto farm, those downstream emissions. So all of the seed, all of the chemical, all the fertilizers and any other product that we put onto farm, how that's utilized will also sit on our balance sheet for emissions. And that also accounts for waste and packaging as well. So sitting within the whole supply chain emissions process, how waste is dealt with, whether it's recycled or sent to landfill, will have an impact on whether the farm's reaching net zero, but also whether businesses throughout the supply chain are reaching net zero as well. Yeah, thanks, Amy. And Joe, um, so tell us how this scheme works. So it's very easy um, for the farmer. Um, they were, you know, interested. They want to learn how they have want to recycle their farm plastic. They would type it into Google, just like any of us, when we want to learn something. And they find the green tractor scheme. I mean, obviously, Offsite is a forum where all the collectors around the UK are listed there that are green tractor, that are green tractor collectors. That they mean that they are certified to our standard, they've been audited, and that you know that the waste that you recycle with a green trapped collector is going to be recycled. Um, there's a lot of businesses out there that um are recycling or collecting waste, and it's actually not going to do that. It's not actually ending up, it's quite often going to landfill or ending up, you know, in a forest in Borneo. So green tractor collectors will got together to make sure that that farmer knows that when they recycle with them, the waste is being dealt with responsibly. They use the website and they find where the collector, where their nearest collector is. Uh, we're nationwide. We've got collectors, you know, from Scotland to the southwest and even in Northern Ireland. Um, farmer, then they, it's their choice, whoever they want to use. You know, we we don't want to hold a monopoly. It's they can choose whoever. Like for example, you know, alongside my work for Green Traps, I also work for AgriCycle. They will work for them happily. A farmer can use us to recycle their plastic, but they can also use Grassroots or Solway. They then they click on the thing, they find the find the Green Traps collector, and from there they can then use that service. And then it's pretty much, and that's that's it really. It's very easy for the farmer, and then that's, yeah, they get their plastic recycled. Well, it sounds very simple, Joe. And, uh, you know, can I ask the dreaded question, what is the cost? So this is the thing. So as a scheme, we don't give out the cost of all the different collectors. They all do charge a different price. Um, We don't want to 
control them and direct them you know we have quite we have smaller businesses that are part of it smaller recyclers and bigger ones um and they charge what they want to charge essentially but in pretty much you've got things like silage wrap cost more they cost more to recycle uh because you know as i said there's a lot more of a harder process to actually turn it back into a pellet things like your PP bags that make fertilizer and seed and spray containers, which have got an end market are much cheaper to recycle. I think as well. Um, so taking AgriCycle as an example, um, quite and a lot of other bit, a lot of the other collectors offer similar services of, you know, the larger farmers, if you're recycling significant quantities of say spray containers will recycle the PP bags for free alongside that when you include when you're doing that um but again it's a it's a difficult question i get asked it a lot about fees and you know it's a, it's very easy for the farmer to find out you know they just contact the collectors they can shop around and they can compare the prices but as my as a ambassadorial role of myself it's not me to go out and tell the farmer how much it costs and Joe, you just mentioned uh, AgriCycle. Can you just clarify for us uh, who is AgriCycle? Uh, AgriCycle is a farm plastic recycling business uh, based here in Lincolnshire. They are not they are not related to Agri. And if you do visit the Green Tractor website, it's really clear to see where the recycling companies are. It, it's very helpful to those visiting the site, isn't it, Joe? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's very very easy for the farmer to find this information and this is a point that i address very quickly is is it is easy for the farmer to find it and to you know they want to use excel they could quite easily compare the different prices and see which is the better one for them um we're not trying to hide that information from them but it's you know commercial sensitivity at play really so i think that's that's it really and amy how are agri working with the green tractor scheme and helping your farmer customers yeah so when we first joined the green tractor scheme we worked closely with joe and his team to to look at what could be a benefit for agri um, to join the scheme and for our customers more more than anything else um, so we managed to arrange for for any agri customers wanting to recycle through the scheme um, that they can get a five percent discount with certain specialist recycling specialists. There is details uh, through your agri agronomist or anybody else as well on who those select specialists are and and how to claim that discount is really quite straightforward. The the main reason we're doing this is obviously we don't want cost to be a barrier to being environmentally friendly um, and sustainable and doing the best thing for the environment and for your business as well. Agri customers are able to claim a 5% discount when making a collection order with certain recycling specialists who are involved in the Green Tractor Scheme network. When making an order, simply use the code AGRI5, then quote your Agri account number to claim the discount. What happens if I as a farmer don't do anything? I don't try to recycle my farm plastic. Just so that we're aware, you know, what happens if I don't do that? What's the long-term consequence? Joe, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, from a very immediate cost that could occur, I mean, the Environment Agency, they do conduct investigations. They do look and look to see if farmers are dealing with their plastic um, and other waste responsibly. Um, if they are, if a farmer is found to be burning or burying their waste, it will they will incur significant charges. There's then also, you know, there's assurance schemes and they normally 
say that you need to you need to deal with your waste responsibly um so you know if you're not dealing with it responsibly whether that's landfilling or more ideally recycling then you might not be able to get your assurances uh from you know the likes of leaf and red tractor and then finally i think you know we're talking about long-term impacts um you know this could is very in its infancy in terms of research but you know contamination of soil with microplastics you know it will you know it quite obvious it will have a detrimental impact to your yields i mean you know we're, we're only in the early stages of looking at it because it's not been on people's minds as much but now it is and it is a pressing concern and more and more research will come out to show that it's that it is harmful for your farm and other farms around you and then also as well with that burning you know you are contaminating the air with you know plastic you know i said at the start of the podcast how fantastic it is but it is made from oil from crude oil and that is good that has got byproducts and when you're burning it and you're contaminating the air that will then have an impact on not only your own personal health but you know the health of your farm and talking of health of our farm amy we spend so much time talking about the health of our soils and creating habitats around our farms surely it makes good sense to recycle our plastic waste Absolutely. I mean, all we've ever tried to push is using resources as efficiently as possible. And that's becoming more and more and more important now. And as Joe's just said, plastic is made out of crude oil initially. So there's only a limited supply of these things. And hence why recycling and reusing those resources where we can is really important. So we're not over utilising resources that are available to us um, and just basically reusing them. It's, It's kind of common sense in that way, keeping everything in a closed loop. As we draw to an end of this podcast, Joe, could you just summarise how do growers and farmers find out more about this scheme? So, I mean, as Amy has put, you know, if you speak to your agronomist, so agri-agronomist, that they can tell you more about Green Tractor, but it's pretty much, it's as easy as searching for it on Google and it will come up, you know, how to recycle my farm plastic. Green Tractor appears and you can read more about it. Um, as well as that, you know, we're appearing more and more in agricultural publications um, as time goes on and we increase our awareness, you know, through things like this podcast. They can find out more, they can learn where they need to recycle and yeah, contact more green tractor collectors and recycle their farm plastic. And Amy, as sustainability manager for Agri, what top tips, what key message would you like listeners to take away from today's podcast? I think sometimes we're culprits in this industry of looking at, you know, there's somebody else in the world that's not doing it. So why should I do it? Why should I bother? Um, We we look particularly, for example, at deforestation in South America and everybody says, why should I do anything when they're carrying on the way they are? Um, The truth is, and as in history shows, somebody's got to take the lead and start somewhere. We are a quite developed country in the UK, so we naturally probably will be taking the lead. Um, So there's no point in sitting back and waiting for things to become in policy and waiting for things to happen. Ultimately, we all want farms to be here for the next generation and everything else to be better, if, if not the same. So taking a step now will help for us to to get there in essence and for everything to be what has we want it to if not better for the future generations well thank you amy and joe for your great advice on how the green tractor scheme can help farm businesses recycle their farm plastic that's it for this podcast but do tune in again as we meet the experts throughout the season exploring the many immediate and longer term questions for growers and farmers in the uk 
If you have any questions you'd like us to ask the experts, email info at agri.co.uk. See you next time.